One of the things that's just fascinating is really understanding the nurses and the work that they do. Do you have any particular insights over the past few months? And then you get on the phone and the member throws three unanticipated things at you. And We've talked about some things like learning new skills through volunteerism. Anytime you have a leadership change, it creates opportunity. This is Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana. Welcome to The Voice of Humana Nurses, a podcast about clinicians committed to improving lives. Join me, other nurses from Humana, and special guests as we discuss topics nurses care about. Hi, I'm Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana. And with me today, we have Susan Diamond, President of Home Solutions. And she's going to talk a little bit about her new role, about the future strategy of home, and about the important role and value that nurses bring to Humana. Susan, welcome to our podcast, Voice of Humana Nurses. Great. Thank you for having me. Sure. Let's start with getting to know you a little bit more. Can you talk to us a little bit about you, um, the style that you bring, the leadership style that you bring, and what's important to you? Sure. So I've been with Humana about 13 years. Most of that time has been spent in the Medicare organization in various finance and operational leadership roles. Personally, I have two children. I've got a 12-year-old daughter and a 16-year-old son. My husband, Marty, and we've been married, I guess it's been about 21 years now. I'm from Canton, Ohio, actually. I moved to Louisville to go to Bellarmine University. Um, it was actually Bellarmine College at the time and decided to stay and make Louisville my home. So I've largely been here since I came to go to college many years ago. I'm an accountant by education um, and spent the first part of my career in more traditional finance roles. And then after um, a number of years at Humana, transitioned into more operational roles, which I really enjoy much more so than the, the typical finance Brian Kane hates it when I say this, but I say that I like to make the news rather than report the news. And so I really enjoy being part of the operational units and having an impact on the underlying business. So that's a little bit about me. As far as my leadership style, what I would say is I'm the type of person who likes to drive clarity and alignment around what we're trying to do strategically um, and maybe with an operational focus in terms of what we're trying to get done, and then really let the teams go and figure out how to execute on that in the best way they know how. So, you know, while I enjoy understanding some of the details of the business and something that I, you know, I learn best when I really understand how the business works. And so as I've gone on a learning journey these first couple of weeks in this new role, I really try to understand how the business operates, what's important, what we're actually able to impact. And once I understand that, then have a better sense for how we can drive real change um, and incremental advancement within the business. But really, my style is to, you know, make sure we have alignment within the team and then let the teams go do the best work they know how. Um, to drive towards the outcomes that we're working towards. In terms of what I would say is important to me, particularly in this new role, I think really, you know, again, gaining that better understanding of these organizations um, within the Medicare responsibilities that I had, I had somewhat superficial knowledge about some of these areas. And until you really get into them and are part of them, you just never fully appreciate or understand either the complexity or what's involved in doing this work. Um, and so I think in the near term, really getting a deeper understanding of the work, the challenges that the teams face, what the opportunities are that we can go capitalize on um, will be important to me. And then longer term, you know, we are in the middle of doing some work to really sort of set the vision with a forward-looking view of what we want to aspire to be longer term into the future. And so driving some alignment around that will be important as well as the pace at which 
which we might want to advance towards some of those future ambitions. So that's where I'll be spending a lot of time um, near term as well as specific to the nursing community, you know, Kathy's been doing a great job educating me on all of the great work that the CNO has been doing, um, all of the great work that's been um, done to drive higher engagement and a better culture and a sense of community, and recognizing how many nurses we will need to employ in the future, particularly when we think about bringing the kindred assets into the organization, and it'll be the largest associate work, you know, population that we have. And so really understanding what's important to that community, what enhancements they need to do their job as best as they feel it it can be done, getting feedback from the community and creating an environment where this is really a desired destination is important. And that is something you'll see us spend a lot of time on. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I really appreciate kind of the learner's mindset. Um, You've asked a lot of questions and I think two of the most important have been why or why not. Um, And I think when we think about the future, it's really important. So thank you for that. Do you have any particular insights um, over the past few months uh, about nurses or any surprises about nurses at Humana as you've dug in more? Um, There's been many. (laughs) So as Kathy said, I've been on a learning journey and I've found that I have a lot to learn. Um, One of the things that's just fascinating really is, you know, and Kathy's been educating me on just the complexity around licensure and even within, you know, Kindred at Home. And as I've tried to learn about that business, you know, we've had examples where we'd say a member had a certain need and and we were qualified and and trained to do something, but then licensure things get in the way. Um, And so just learning about the complexity of just frankly organizing all of the work that we're trying to do um, was a surprise to me. And so that's something that we'll certainly spend time on. Um, But I think really as I've listened to member calls um, and talked to some of the nurses about the work that they do, just really understanding all the complexity that they're having to deal with in real time, and in many cases with very limited information. Um, And just, you know, again, listening to calls where we might have a set of things that we're sort of interested in addressing, and then you get on the phone and the member throws three unanticipated things at you. And the, the requirement that they be able on the fly to adapt to that conversation and figure out the relevant and appropriate intervention, oftentimes without the tools to really be effective at some of those things has been very interesting. And so it's really, you know, identified a number of things that, you know, are opportunities that are no surprise to, you know, anyone within the organization, but I'm not sure we've created a ton of visibility to um, in terms of the corporate side of the enterprise. And so I think what's neat about Anytime you have a leadership changes, it creates opportunity for sort of new learnings. And like Kathy said, there are things I've asked her and she'll say, well, this is what we do. And I said, well, why can't we do this? And she's like, well, that's a great question. And so just naturally you ask questions um, and it causes people to just rethink maybe routines, but also there's excitement and um, support for the organization such that we can take advantage of that and get either additional resources, additional investment dollars, new visibility to challenges. And I think we fully intend to try to take advantage of that to make sure that we create technology platforms, feedback mechanisms, et cetera, that allow the community to do the best work that they can. And I think it's really important to note that um, although the CNO is based in your organization, that the CNO and you continue to represent nurses across the organization as well in the many different roles that they play. Yeah, absolutely. And this was something that William and I talked about when we first, um, when the decision was made to sort of organize this way and we had to figure out how we wanted to think about some of these, what we call like sort of shared service organizations going forward. And and we were very committed to, you know, where it made sense, keeping them intact and making sure that we took an enterprise view and that really weighed the pros and cons of sort of 
segment level support functions versus broader. And this is probably the best example of one where there's tons of value in creating a single community and leveraging all of the good work that's being done broadly. Um, And that will continue to be the, the case in the future. I appreciate that. So speaking about feedback, and and we really always talk about the feedback loop and different ways that our associates can give and receive feedback, what advice would you have for our nurses as, you know, our strategies advance for the future? And very often, they're the ones at the front line who really understand things like you just talked about. You know, I have a script to follow, yet I have a problem from my patient when I'm on the phone with them or I'm in the home or I'm going through an authorization. And how do we sync that up? How, how, what's your advice for how nurses should give feedback at Humana? So this is an area I'm still, frankly, trying to learn more about in terms of what channels exist today for giving feedback. It's something that I've asked the communication team to partner with us on and look at external examples for larger organizations who've figured this out um, and created, whether it's platforms or technology that allows for real-time and immediate feedback ranging from, it could be technology, you know, um, opportunities, it could be process opportunities, whatever that might be. But we're going to look at a way to create an environment where feedback can be delivered and that we can also then synthesize it because trying to read through, you know, hundreds or thousands of text-driven responses can be difficult and then people get frustrated because nothing ever happens with the feedback. So what we're trying to look at is what technologies exist so that we can synthesize all of that feedback and find the most common threads and the most pressing or persistent challenges or high volume challenges and try to really demonstrate that we're taking ground on those. So on the one hand, I would say more to come in the sense that we're going to look at how we can improve the environment that allows for that. Um, Separate from that, though, I would say, you know, continue to leverage your leadership and, you know, certainly speak up and share your opinions in whatever channels have been created to date to do that. We are listening um, and we definitely, you know, want to take ground on that. I think with some of the e-com work that's going on um, and the work that they're going to be doing on the platform um, creates an opportunity where we explicitly want feedback to understand what is the, the model of the future need to look like so that we can address some of the challenges that are more problematic today. But definitely encourage you to speak up, use your channels, and then I would say more to come in terms of hopefully creating an easier environment to provide that feedback because we know the richest feedback is coming from those on the front line working with the members. I was reviewing some of the latest engagement results and some of the comments that were provided this time. And this is one of the themes that certainly came up in terms of you can tell a real desire to get more feedback. So that's something that we'll take very seriously and and work to improve. That's great. And you'll find nurses like to give a lot of feedback. (laughs) Don't don't hold back. I think it's a great example of how technology could support how you could use machine learning or artificial intelligence to kind of draw out those themes quickly. And um, another thing that I would just let everybody know is that, Susan, you're going to be spending some time um, with our nurse leaders at our nurse advisory council meeting um, in December. And so I would advise our listeners also to talk to the representatives from your areas if there's any messages that um, they'd like, uh, you'd like them to bring along to that meeting as well. So we appreciate your partnership with us. Yeah, that'd be great. So, you know, um, we've recorded several podcasts around development. Growth and development is a really important topic, and um, our nurses think about it a lot and place a high value on it. And we've talked about some things like um, learning new skills through volunteerism, 
on educational advancement and opportunities to take advantage of both internal and external educational opportunities, certifications, et cetera. But you've advanced in your career here at Humana and um, would just love to hear some of your insight on development and career advancement and things that you think are really important for our nurses to think about. Sure. Um, So the way that I've always thought about it, even before I came to Humana, but certainly um, an example when I came to Humana is, so over the course of the 13 years, I don't think I stayed in a single job longer than two to two and a half years. Um, I either moved into different roles and was quite happy to take a lateral movement just for the benefit of gaining a broader and deeper understanding of the business. Um, Or if I stayed in an existing role, really pushed for just a a meaningful expansion in terms of responsibility to just keep learning again about more of the business. When I actually came to Humana, I did not come from an insurance background um, or healthcare background at all. And so understand, you know, developing an understanding of the business was really important to me. And the best way I found to do that was to, again, move around more frequently so that I could just have a very broad understanding of the business. So, you know, under, you know, with the understanding that I do have about the nursing community, what I would still encourage everyone to do is take advantage of some of those, some of those opportunities. So whether that is, you know, the different parts of the organization um, that has the nursing talent, either in a traditional sort of clinical delivery way, or even in, you know, other ways where you can apply those skill sets to business problems, but would definitely encourage everyone to seek out opportunities to move into different parts of the business. That could be a retail UM function versus a SNP sort of care management function. It could be even in the future, a kindred sort of home health role, it could be a transitions in home support role. You know, look at the various opportunities, you know, again, in the traditional sense, as well as, you know, again, seeking out some of those business opportunities where you can bring the learnings and the skill set to bear. There's lots of work around trend as an example on the business side where we're trying to really understand what are the problems um, that we think are addressable or impactable um, within our patient population to manage trend better. And so clinical talent can bring huge value to those types of conversations um, and identifying what are the problems um, that need to be addressed and what are some creative solutions around those. So I definitely support movement um, in terms of different parts of the business just to develop a breadth of experience. And then as Kathy said, I am a huge advocate for continuous learning. And so whether that's conferences, whether that's professional sort of course development, whether it's online or in the university, even, you know, it could be advancing clinical skill sets, certainly, but it could also be, you know, business courses. It could be just a finance course, just to sort of learn more about the world of business. It could be a foreign language. I mean, anything that just continues to expand sort of just your perspective about things. Um, The other thing I would say is, you know, and this is hard for me as well, um, just because time management can be challenging, but even trying to create some space for just professional learning. And so whether that's, you know, material that you might read, whether that's just sort of exploring sort of even international sort of examples of care delivery and how models are being developed, you know, in other environments to get nuggets that might be able to be applicable back to the U.S. or things that we can think about. But just being a continuous learner and sort of having a lot of curiosity about um, different models, I think, is important. I would encourage everybody to do that. And then the volunteer, I think, too. You know, Humana's done a great job of creating the space and the ability for us to be able to do volunteers. And I would definitely encourage everyone to take an opportunity um, to find something that's meaningful to you um, that could be, you know, in the clinical space or otherwise. Um, But I think, again, developing additional perspectives is always valuable and definitely encourage everybody to do that. Yeah. And I think that really resonates with the nurses in our audience. Um, And I think that's an area that we just want everybody to know that we hear that. Um, We have quite a few things that are in place right now, but we still have a ways to go um, that 
all of our nurses and other clinicians can really tap into these opportunities and that we're a little more proactive about them too. So we know that's an area that we're working on. I think nurses foundationally bring skills like collaboration, interprofessional communication skills, ability to engage quickly, um, influencing. Those are all skills that aren't just necessary in a nursing role, but they can be applied to other roles too. And um, our listeners always hear me say in every podcast, if more leaders were nurses, the world would be a better place. So just dropping that nugget as well. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, if your mind is open and if you take the responsibility and the accountability yourself to partner on things and to seek things out, that's what also we're here for to support that. So would encourage all of our listeners to, you know, to work with your leader, to think about your own development and think about all those different steps that you can take um, to get there. And that's actually a great point. Um, as I mentioned, my experience, you know, I moved around, but it's not because opportunities were brought to me. I mean, I had to be very proactive in managing that um, and clear with my leader about when I was ready to do something more, where I felt like I had brought everything I had to bring to a current role and was ready to do the next thing is to be very proactive and just thoughtful about, okay, well, what's something I have less experience in that I'd like to learn more about? And so really navigating your own development is important um, because otherwise sort of the pool of opportunities will be more limited and by definition just sort of constrained. And so I would definitely encourage everyone to, to take charge of your own development. Right, right. Great advice. Well, Susan, I think we're coming to the end of our time now, and I really appreciate you coming. I think our listeners have gotten to know you better and really appreciate the time that you're taking to get to know our community better. And I know we'll be great partners as we go into the future. So thanks so much. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to today's episode. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play, by searching the words, The Voice of Humana Nurses, and we'd love to hear from you as well. So send us an email at chiefnursingofficer@humana.com and give us your comments and your suggestions about topics or people you'd want to hear about or hear from. So until the next time, be well.